Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Believe, B-L-E-A-V and Lions. We're here on the Believe Podcasting Network. That's Detroit's number one sports podcasting network. This is a show where we believe in the Detroit Lions, and by the end of this episode, so will you. Everybody, I'm back. I'm your host, Derek Oakry, here on the show. We actually had the Lions hit the football field against the Buffalo Bills. We will talk all about that and all the other happenings and things going on with the Lions. But today on the show, what I'm going to do is a little bit more of a hot take show. Um, but it, but it's not going to be, and I could give you these crazy, you know, predictions or things that I just know for certain. Now, what I'm going to give you is is like hot take guy after preseason game one. Like, you know, the, the people that come out and, ah, oh, you know, this is the greatest thing ever. Oh, this is horrible. I'm going to give you some of those scenarios to think about because it's preseason game one. I'm not going to overreact or go crazy about anything good, bad, or otherwise. But there is a ton to talk about with the Detroit Lions. So we'll get into all that today here on the show. But before we do, I bet you guys are going to, I bet you can guess what I'm about to say. We got to get our f- friends betonline.ag in here. They always support the show. So if you're looking to, I mean, what do we got going on? We got, we got college football in a couple weeks. Um, the Summer League NBA just concluded. Golf's still out there. I mean, lo- lots going on. So, UFC is always on the horizon. So, definitely go check out betonline.ag. They really uh, really helps out the show as well as just a great place to, to go check out. Great website. So, everybody, let's get them in here off the top and come back and talk news and notes as well as kind of hot take guy or like what I think I saw guy um, to the extreme here on the show today on Believe in Lions. So everybody, we'll be right back. What's going on, Believe in Lions listeners? Now, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to their website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody, we're back. Again, I'm your host, Derek Okri. You guys can find me on Twitter at Derek Okri. That's spelled D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. Always talking Lions, fantasy football, Michigan Wolverines, Pistons, Red, Red Wings, whatever it may be. But first and foremost, Detroit Lions football. And, 
And there's a lot going on with the team. I mean, I think I put out on Twitter recently, like, took a little screenshot of Taylor Decker's got this huge brace on his right arm. I don't know what that's all about. Like, it did not look good. It was one of those, like, wrist to upper tricep, you know, kind of heavy braces. So... I hope that dude's all right. Um, gosh, what else we got off the top here? Like, we got guys returning to practice. We got Michael Brockers coming back. Levi Onzerike, or you guys know I like to call him Big Denim. I don't know if that's caught on yet, but, like, I think it's a good nickname. As well as I, I kind of dubbed uh, Mr. Aline McNeil recently T2. Because I think that just sounds a bit cooler than Twinkle Toes, but <laughs> whatever you want to use, I think uh, I'm just loving myself some Ali McNeil. He put on a visor recently and just, I don't know, it's just something about this guy, the way he's built, and then the fact that he can still wear a swaggy visor, and yeah, I just think he's going to be a really good football player for this team. So those guys are back, you know, getting Levi, getting Brockers, Ali McNeil is kind of coming into his own, you know, Derek Barnes continues to be out there, which is nice. And, you know, hopefully against uh, Pittsburgh, we'll see, like, TJ Hawkinson. We'll see maybe a little DeAndre Swizzle. Um, I think the Lions will show a little bit more on both sides of the football, which would be nice to see because this first preseason game, very hard to determine except for hot take guy. Guy that watches, like, a quarter of the preseason and starts doing all these crazy proclamations like, I don't know. The guy that saw Jared Goff's first pass, and he was just like, oh, man, Jared Goff. That's terrible. <laughs> he saw that first stick throw that almost got uh, picked off or got a hand on, and he was just like, oh, man, Jared Goff's no good. That's terrible. I mean, come on, man. Get out of here with that. Like, that whole first series, three and out, with a almost a pick, a sack, and, like, what, a run for no yardage? Yeah. Is that how I draw it up on paper? No. Is that what I said I wanted to have happen? No. I wanted Jared Goff to bing, bam, boom, down the field, touchdown, Detroit Lions. I mean, give it to me, Dan Miller. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Like, but uh, that didn't happen. I mean, you got you got all the Goff haters. I mean, they're sitting there laughing. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's in <laughs> Uh, but to, to me, like I said, I, I don't know where he's going to fall, either above average, right about where we think, a little bit lower when he really gets rolling. But I wasn't going to go crazy after the first pass, that's for sure. But hot take guy, Jared Goff is terrible, guys. Like, see, I told you. I told you. He's no good. I told you he can't play. It was like, it was like calm down because he came right out after that, had a – extended 18 play 10 minute drive he has accurate he put the ball on people he got a few penalty calls in there he almost had a very beautiful touchdown to Tyrell and the uh you know feathered it there in the end zone that would have been awesome to see so you just gotta you gotta calm down a little bit and like like I said the same guy that's calling Jared Goff terrible I mean I don't know if his name is Charles or not but I mean he's not terrible that's terrible he's not that's terrible He's really not, Charles, and, and I'm, I'm here to tell you he's going to be good. He's going to progressively get better, I think, and just going to be a really accurate, um, you know, efficient quarterback this year, especially later when he got protected. If he's protected in the pocket, yeah, it looks different than Matt Stafford. Yeah, the ball comes out of his hand different, but I really like some of the things I saw, but I'm not going crazy either way. 
he wasn't horrible and he wasn't incredible that's for sure somewhere in the middle um and that's about what you expected in the first preseason game as these guys get rolling so so that's to you um you know guy that's kind of killed jared goff off of one pass here's the next guy that i can't stand Penny Sewell gets kind of worked with a straight arm by Gregory Rousseau. And again, this is Believe in Lions. I did the show for a long time with Benny Blades. So here you go, Benny. So Gregory Rousseau like gets up under Penny Sewell's pads, pushes him back, gets him off on, on roller skates a little bit, and gets a sack on the quarterback. Congratulations. Gregory Rousseau was a great college player. He'd probably be pretty good in the NFL. And Penny Sewell hadn't played a real NFL football snap in, what, 18 months, 24 months, whatever it had been, something crazy like that. So, yeah, he's practiced, and, yeah, he's playing a new position. He's got all these things going against him. So I wasn't freaking out. But you know who was? The guy that wanted Justin Fields. He told you. Should have took Justin Fields. Penny Sewell's no good. Look at him. He can't. He gets worked on his first play. The the same guy that was begging for a wide receiver at pick number seven. Oh, we gotta we gotta take Devontae Smith. Yeah, that's you, Benny Blades. Oh man, we gotta we gotta take this skill guy. We gotta take this quarterback. We gotta take this, you know, flashy piece. No. Penny Sewell was a tremendous value at pick seven. He's going to be a great foundational piece for the Detroit Lions. He's 20, 21 years old. He's finding himself at right tackle. Later in the game, he found his bearings. He was totally fine over there on the right side. I had no issue with this. I'm not going crazy. I wasn't didn't love it, but also like, hey, this guy needs some time to get rolling on the right side and get back to football. I mean, real football. Not running through walkthroughs or getting half-speed people at practice. We're talking real live game reps from an athlete like Gregory Rousseau. So it is what it is. Um, There's also the other side of the coin that we'll see a couple catches by Tyrell Williams. And, oh, man, Tyrell Williams is incredible. Look at how good he's he's our number one. He's going to be dynamic. Like, the one thing I took away from seeing Tyrell Williams is – guy's a big dude i mean i i remember him being with you know the chargers he was kind of like that fourth fifth receiver but every once in a while i'd be like dang he'd have a big game you know like 80 yards a touchdown 120 in a touch where'd that come from he started to gain momentum then he got paid by the oakland las vegas raiders and injured didn't see much of him but when he's out there man he makes plays and he's big dude what's he like six four 200 and probably 10 15 pounds whatever he is like it definitely showed man he looked like a big version of Kenny and Marv put together in my opinion but again I'm not doing backflips I'm not going crazy like I liked how he tiptoed on the sideline got the catch for Jared Goff I like there was one he caught kind of a stick you know where he was about four or five yards behind the first down marker he turned it upfield and I think he got right to the marker or got the first down I like seeing that. Um, I think he would have made the catch in the back of the end zone if the defender doesn't make a tremendous play on the football. I think he was right where he needed to be. Jared Goff put it right on the numbers. That would that would have been incredible to see. That would have been great. So, you know, don't go crazy over what you saw from Tyrell, but I will say he looked good. It does look the part in the uniform. And, man, if this guy can stay healthy, I don't see why he's not a number one type target for the Detroit Lions. And, yeah, you can go around and say, well, he wouldn't be a top – 30 40 receiver 50 receiver in the game well 
I'm more worried about the Lions, and I think he can be a sneaky one. I think he gets some touchdowns, some deep plays, and kind of be fun to watch. I really do. So hoping he stays healthy, hoping he makes plays, no doubt about it. Now, again, we like to have fun on the show, like to do some different things. So, again, might as well have fun with the name. Kevin Strong. He played strong. Kevin Strong looked like a beast. Kevin Strong had a strong outing. He really did. And uh, this guy's been around a bit. I mean, he's kind of made plays when he's out there. He's also been either hurt or I can't remember if he um, opted out or what happened with him last year. But he just wasn't, um, you know, he's he's like that guy that when he goes in, he seems to do nice things. When he doesn't, it's because there's better guys in front of him or You know, he's not an end-all, be-all type player, but he showed up a lot of times in tape in this game. It's like every few plays. Oh, it's Kevin Strong again. Kevin Strong up the field. Kevin Strong with the tackle. Kevin Strong in the right gap uh, holding the point of attack. I mean, I liked what I saw, but I'm not going to have a strong opinion on him. I'm really not. I mean, I'm I'm not going to strongly suggest that he's going to be a starting, you know, top player on this D-line. I mean it's going to take a lot more strong efforts from him in practice and in games for him to make this roster, in my opinion. But, I mean, it was a it was a strong start. We'll see if he has a strong finish. So, now that I beat his name into the ground, let's keep this thing moving. Now, this is a guy I want to focus on right here. Derek Barnes. Derek Barnes is a guy... And I'm going to be fully transparent here. Uh, Derek Barnes wasn't really... Um, a guy that in that fourth round, I was like, oh, this is a Lions target. You know, I was I was thinking more safety, even still a wide receiver at that type of position where they got this kid. Obviously, they took St. Brown first, so that kind of scratched receiver off. But I think I it was Jamar um, Johnson, is that it, from Utah? I want to say was a guy that I was looking at there. I think he went to Denver, see if he'd be a a good player or not had a few other names on top of my belt but when they took Derek Barnes I was excited because a linebacker is a really exciting player to have on your team especially a guy like this that played in the Big Ten the minute I saw his first interview I'm like gosh the guy's a future captain humble guy great attitude smart athlete you know watch his tape dude flies around also get after the quarterback I loved everything about him you know so he went from like a little bit off my radar at that point in the draft to now maybe being one of my favorite picks of this draft class but he had been hurt you know um hamstring whatever it may be but all of a sudden like he sneakily got back at practice I think I even had to tweet out a picture again you can find me at Derek Oakery give me a follow I'll uh you know, love interacting with all the listeners and the fans on there, talking sports, talking football. Um, I had to put out a picture and say, look at that, right to the left. Uh, the guy that actually is a good linebacker instead of the picture was of Jelani Tavai. I was like, there's Derek Barnes. He's actually practicing. He's out there. And he said he was going to play in this game, which excited me. And, you know, I think it was a while till he got in there. And, gosh, he gets in there and he made, he made a decent run stop. And then next play, I think, was a little check down. He exploded and just blew up the running back I think that caught it and then the third play shot the gap and almost killed the quarterback until he threw it away I mean three great plays by Derek Barnes I mean showed his explosiveness able to read and react I mean just gosh he looks light years different than 51 I mean Johnny Tavai I'm sorry to tell you everybody he's not good at football I tried to support the draft pick I tried to hang in there with him 
He has a hard time diagnosing, even when he knows where the football is going. He doesn't have the foot speed, the athleticism, the ability to do anything. Um, Let's send him to the bowling alley. Let's move forward with him because there's plenty of other linebackers that will get cut that I guarantee are better than Jelani Tavai. Here's the thing. Again, I don't have it up in front of me, but I want to say K.J. Wright is still out there. K.J. Wright's an absolute beast compared to Jelani Tavai. That dude can read, react, cover, run, hit. I mean, Jelani Tavai can do none of the above from what I've seen out there in the NFL football field. I mean, wow, you're a you're a core special teamer on the middle of the um, rush line. That's about what he's good for in shine and shoes at the local alley there, uh, you know, on, on dollar beer night. I mean, that's kind of what Jelani Tavai does. But to me... Um, Derek Barnes really looked good. He played really limited snaps, but love what I see from the kid. He just looks awesome in that 55. I mean, I don't need to see too much more. He needs to stay healthy, and I've, I've been burned on this before, but based on what I see, the type of kid he is, the type of person, um, and, and the way this team's going to use him and grow him, like I'm pretty much sure he's going to be the best linebacker since Tulloch and Levy were here, and those guys both had short runs, you know, one a veteran, Levy was kind of a young player that came along, and then the minute he got paid, he just disappeared from the face of the earth, so I'm hoping Derek Barnes can be here for a long time and be a impactful linebacker, whether he's rushing the quarterback, playing the middle, stack linebacker, whatever it may be, so loves what I saw from him. Well, let's see what else I got here. St. Brown. I mean, again, you want to talk about hot take. People will just tell you this guy's going to be a great fantasy football player. This guy, you know, he's, he's Golden Tate status. He's this, he's that. Yeah, I've said those things here on the show, and I think some of those are true. But I'm not going to go crazy, but I will admit when he snapped off a route early for a nice little six, seven yard catch, whatever it was, I was like, whoo, that looked good to me. You know, passed the eye test again. It really looked sharp. He, uh, He's very tenacious. He's already gotten a couple scraps at camp. So, I mean, again, I don't want people to go crazy, but people are really starting to buzz about St. Brown, and I see why. But, again, you know, I'm hoping this staff gives these guys great opportunities but also gives them time to grow. I mean, St. Brown could be fun and put up some decent numbers, but I I would look for him years two, three to really be – that impactful number two, three slot receiver, whatever he grows into. So, again, I'm not going to go hot take guy and just go crazy about him, but I know there's some people on Twitter that's like, man, it's St. Brown season, man. He, he's he's our guy. We can't wait to watch him. Same with Derek Barnes. Same with some of these other rookies. I mean, I get it. They're, they're very exciting. There's no doubt about it. And that brings me to Craig Reynolds, who... Exactly. <laughs> Craig Reynolds, you know, you know who he is, right? Oh, you don't? <laughs> well, neither did his teammates. I mean, it's Craig Reynolds, everybody. I mean, don't you know who I am? My name's Craig Reynolds. Who? <laughs> exactly. Number 46 for the Detroit Lions. You know, the greatest running back since Barry. Craig Reynolds. You know, <laughs> that that's the, that's a hot take based on what, two, three runs that he had that were incredible. He found the end zone. This guy got here the day before hadn't even met his teammates and people are just going nuts about this guy pro football focus has him as the best rated running back in all the preseason week one i mean <laughs> you know who he is right oh you don't who 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 yeah craig reynolds <laughs> number 46 everybody find him in your program because 
that's where you need to look for him because nobody knows who he is. But again, it's a fun story. He did run well. It was fun to watch. But uh, this isn't a guy that I'm putting in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> this isn't a guy that I'm going to make this football team. This isn't a guy that I'm hanging any running back hopes on. He's not a depth player to me. He's not a you know, a, a interesting young talent. I mean, nothing against you. I'm sure you're a great human being, Craig Reynolds. I, I bet you have a wonderful family. I'm, I know you're a hard worker. You you put some good things on tape, but I mean, he's Craig Reynolds, everybody. You know, number 46 for the Detroit Lions, straight off the uh, the bus there. I mean, so let's not go crazy about Craig Reynolds. All right, like. Nice story. I hope that he gets some more touches. We'll see what he does, but I just can't see him. Uh, I can't see Craig Reynolds, number 46, being an impactful piece here for the 2021 Detroit Lions. But I do hope DeAndre Swift, Jamal Sw- J. Swag Daddy, Jamal Williams. I hope that Jamar Jefferson. I hope that um, I even liked what um, the kid out of Nebraska did. I thought he had some good runs. So, you know, we'll see what their running backs do. But there's a lot of question marks based on this early thing. You're like, what do they got a receiver? We didn't get to see Hawkinson. Very limited um, from our, our top group. You know, the offensive line was okay. They were decent. They kept some golf clean, but they didn't wow me. You know, they didn't blow up people off the football. We still were having some trouble running it to some degree. Like... I mean, again, we've invested so much up there that when we really get rolling, you got to be able to knock people off the football and get yards. You really do. I mean, the defense, again, I don't think Okuda got any passes his way, so we, we didn't get to see much there. You know, Tracy Walker didn't do much. I didn't notice AO very much. You know, Jamie Collins, I mean, he was spotty at best in the beginning of the game, which is about what you expect from the guys an overpaid linebacker, in my opinion, that can do some things. But again, this is Believe, B-L-E-A-V and Lions. You guys know I'm positive about the team. But again, I'm ho-humming all this because it was preseason game one. I mean, I'm not going to come out here and go, Jared Goff's horrible. Penny Sewell's a turnstile. Tyrell Williams is a top 10 receiver. Kevin Strong's a nasty big defensive tackle in the NFL. Derek Barnes is a starting middle linebacker, 100 tackle type player. St. Brown is going to be the top five receiver in this class when it's all said and done. Craig Reynolds, get his gold jacket at the Taylor shop because he's ready. No, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to tell you, hey, for me, I was excited to watch Lions football. I was also sitting there going, man, like early in this game, like Dan Campbell didn't wow me. Nothing on offense wowed me. Jared Goff was as decent. None of the big skill guys were out there. Defense was playing vanilla. Like, I get you don't want to show anything, but gosh, every game I watched in preseason was like 6-3 or 10-7 or 13-6. You know, all these stupid scores I kept seeing. I was like, man, nobody is even trying. You know, just rolling out. Oh, man, we can't show anything. We can't have any of our good players out there. It was just... It reminded me why I get so frustrated with preseason and why I hated four preseason games and why I still hate three preseason games to some degree. But Saturday, I'm here to tell you, Saturday against the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think you're going to see Mr. Hawkinson. I think you're going to maybe see Mr. Swift. I think you're going to see more of Jared Goff. I'm hoping Brashad Perriman gets out there so I can see what he's got. 
I'm looking for my man um, on defense. I want to see Levi, Big Denim. I want to see Aleem McNeil do some things. I want to see Austin Bryant, Deshaun Hand, Aquara, uh, Flowers. I want to see all those guys disrupt that Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line. Now, are they all going to play? I don't know. I never know who they're going to roll out there when it's all said and done, but I would love to see them all in the mix because I think there's some interesting big bodies and athletes up there. But until I see them all suited and booted, ready to play, and also rolling in and out, I don't know what we have up front. I feel like our linebackers are still spotty at best. I mean, Jamie Collins, oy, 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 you know, and then Johnny Tavai, even worse. Jalen Reese Maven, I'm still waiting to see if they're going to actually let him run and hit people. You got Derek Barnes, and then you got some depth players. Um, you know, the kid Pittman is showing some things. Beckett is the undrafted kid who's got a little potential, but, you know, other than that, it's going to be tough, and they just lost. Deion Hamilton to injure reserve. Dude's out for the year, which is a bummer. I was kind of excited to see what he'd bring to the table. So, I don't know. Like, you know, I'd love Mr. Okuda to get a pick. I really would. I know Benny Blades would like that as well. I, I, I would love Tracy to either lay the lumber or get his hands on a football and take it to the house. That would be incredible. Just just break up a pass would make me happy, you know, from that guy. Uh, one, one thing I loved, and again, if you guys didn't see this, go to YouTube or the Lions website or their app or whatever and pull up the mic'd up Dan Campbell. That, that was incredible. I loved his energy, his personality. He was having fun. He was intense. He was, you could see the passion just oozing out of him and, you know, one thing I noticed in that is he really cuddled up to uh, to Harris there, and he was like, he was like, hey, you know, this is a safety what third year now. He was like, I man, you're really coming on. I'm really seeing some things, and he was like, I don't want to sugar you up too much. And and Harris was like, you know, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna keep bringing it. It's just you know one day at a time type of thing, which was good to see. Like I. I still think he can be a ball player, and the fact that Dan Campbell sees it, he says he's really improving, is good, because kid looks the part in the uniform, and I'm really, I'm really rooting for him. So we'll see if that comes to fruition. But definitely go check out the Dan Campbell mic'd up. I put out some screenshots of some of the things he said, and just enjoyed that whole experience. The Lions also put out um, inside the den, which is a great look at kind of what's going on at training camp. I mean, the funniest part about that was the assistant coaches just, I mean, after every play, these dudes were barking at each other one time too. I forget if it was, I want to say it was deuce. And then the linebacker, um, coach were just I mean they were nose to nose yelling at each other whooping it up in a fun way I mean that was that was fun to see man these guys were chest bumping and face to face yelling at each other after a play trying to get the better uh, of the other guys group so I love seeing that and uh, this this group's just got a lot of juice but here's the thing don't have a lot of juice just on practice and then come out on game day and be comatose and just have your hands in your pockets and be like oh we're you know, we don't need to yell and scream. They know what to do. Do what you're doing at practice, which is yell and scream and, and be excited because it's game day. We got to go. So I'm hoping they bring that as well. But like I said, at the end of the day, nobody knows. You know, everybody overreacts to preseason. I mean, it's preseason football. 
but it's better than no football. Am I right? So this should be a fun week here on Saturday to get a better look at the full team against a better opponent, the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. First road game, that, that'd be fun as well. So I'll definitely be dialed in this Thursday or this Saturday evening to see that. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll come back next week right here on Believe in Lions and talk all about it. It should be fun, lots to get into. And who knows? Who knows what surprises you might hear on the show here in the next few weeks or right around the corner. I might have some things up my sleeve for you. So that's why you got to tune in every week. That's why you got to tell your friends, hey, you, you want to hear kind of a unique show, a guy that just talks football and has a little fun as well. Go check out BLEAV, Believe in Lions, on the Believe Podcasting Network. And this dude, his name's Derek Oakry. You can find him on Twitter at Derek Oakry. And he's also got another podcast called the Detroit Kool-Aid Cast, talking Lions twice a week on Wednesdays and Fridays. So basically, Get all your work done on Mondays and Tuesdays. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday turn into all my podcasts where I'm just talking straight up lines. Three, four days a week, whatever it ends up being. Three days a week, mostly. I mean, every once in a while I'll give you a bonus show, but that's a lot of content. I try to entertain. I try to have some fun, but mostly just love talking Lions football. I can't wait for the season. I really can't. I B-L-E-A-V in this team. So, everybody, thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next week right here on Believe. B-O-E-A-V and Lions, brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Take care, everybody. Have a great weekend. Let's go, Lions. Show me some things on Saturday in Pittsburgh. Take care, everybody. I'm out. I believe, I believe, I believe. I love the Lions. Say it with me. I love the Lions. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save.